0: and we're almost live today's episode is sponsored by holy milk i've got a test package here delicious vegan milk that has no seed or vegetable oil refined sugar natural flavors or non-organic stabilizers this stuff is delicious check out the holy milk instagram to find out where you can purchase holy milk in new york city now on to the episode so you telling me you
1: saw ted jones
0: famous chicago comedian in the house
1: whoa are we already starting uh yeah oh okay all yeah. right what's going on what's 10 up Jones? how you doing good man good to see
0: you buddy uh you pleasure I, to be here yes dude thank you so much for coming on you and i met a few weeks ago shooting the on the street in front of a comedy show at the comedy shop at the right? comedy shop and here you are bro shout
1: out greenwich village comedy yes. shop
0: absolutely man so when did you move to new york i've only been here like three months
1: dude all right, you're adjusting well. It seems like, dude. Yeah, I'm adjusting this arm. Is actually, yeah. This. Get, Look at this. Yeah, dude, get in there. I want to be as casual as you. I want this, right. this is more comfortable for me. Yeah, I bro. Think. Well, you're
0: a podcast guy, so you're familiar yeah, with the yeah, mic yeah. right up in your freaking face.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, this we, I the arm is new. This is yeah. Elaborate. You're
0: usually a holder guy. Usually, well, a the holder thing guy. is, because I like to give guests the opportunity to elaborate with their hands and yeah. Speak no, this, this is way. good. I like this. Yeah.
1: They, they, tell you hands. what, man, Ted Jones' world—they're really doing it right over here. How much does the arm cost you? Eh, an arm and a leg. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. Well, well I mean, we go straight with the jokes. It is three o'clock and we were already doing comedy. This yeah, is man. Good. Get a nice little start. <laughs> this
0: is the this is the open mic here we got going on here.
1: No, um, but just moved to New York. Yes. Uh from Chicago. Uh-huh. Um came here to pursue my dreams, and uh and here we are. Now I'm in your fucking apartment doing your podcast. Where'd you move to? <laughs> I moved to uh East Village. Okay, nice. I like it. I was thinking on the way here, I think New York is kinda like It's like being in a relationship with a, uh, like, like, like a 1950s relationship where like the woman is getting like battered. You know what I'm talking about? Because like, what do you feel like? Because I feel like every day I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm going to pursue my dreams. And New York is like, shut up, bitch. And kind of slaps me around. You got to, apparently you got (laughs) to
0: get out and like say that every day to New York. Just be like, today's my day. Even if it's not eventually, they say But the city then
1: raises your hand and they go, it goes, shut up. No, it's not. Go yeah. back in your hole. And you're like, no,
0: you're right. I'm sorry. Wait, I apologize.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Do you have roommates
0: at the current moment?
1: I have two roommates. They're they're, they're uh, self-proclaimed the, the dogs. They call it the, the dogs. dogs. Yeah. I love that. Hang out with the dogs. I, I guess that makes me a dog.
0: <laughs> Dude, so there are guys who live in East Village now, like a group of, I think like 20 kids kind of coined the phrase. They're like, oh, we're the East Villains. The East like, Villains oh, is kind wow, of No, wow, It is kind of cool, but That's I think better the way the those dogs. guys did that, eh. Dogs is fresh,
1: dude. My Wi-Fi name, no fucking around, is Party Bros. I moved in, and their Wi-Fi name was Party Bros. Like twenty three. What's the password? If you don't I don't know what the password is. To be honest, oh, I had them type it like in. What,
0: it's it's one of those like uh, automated passwords. They ain't got time to be like the dogs are chill. I
1: think there is a password, but I forget it. <laughs> it, it, It's something to do with Party Bros. Also, but it's, I'm just like. And I, I, I thought they were being ironic, but now nah, at this point I don't think they are. But I know one of them from high school, and the other one was his college roommate. I was going to ask, where'd you go to college? I went to DePaul University in Chicago. Oh, Chicago! Chicago. All so right, I'm bro. all Chicago, dude. There's you could hear it in my in my age, in your accent, it, a little it, bit. It, it.
0: I uh, I went to
1: UConn, so UConn and DePaul
0: were in the Big East together for a moment. Okay,
1: I don't know anything about any of that. Oh, really? <laughs> no, did you play any sports or anything? I played
0: tennis at UConn. Did you really? That was my claim so did you play baby. DePaul yeah. people? uh DePaul actually didn't have a men's tennis team at yeah. the come the my sophomore year but freshman year i think they did have it they're pretty solid
1: yeah i mean uh it's a
0: good school academically maybe it, a lot of people haven't heard of it just because like it's not university of chicago it's not mit oh shit is mit in chicago uh no it's in no no that's uh yeah, you chicago yeah
1: my no house. it's it's uh it's a catholic school i i had a I had an okay time. It's it's, it's pretty, it's, it's similar to NYU in like demographic of like, of like everyone's kind of like trying to have their social cause that they're really trying to back and like they're looking for an identity. So, and I went there to, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I went there for English, which, you know. English? Is a waste of time. English literature. <laughs> I thought I was going to be, I thought I was going to be a teacher or something. And, uh, and so I would just be in like Shakespeare 101 or whatever class I'd be in. You know, we'd read like Macbeth. And the, which is like just like a beautiful like soliloquy, and then someone raise their hand and be like, "So I think this means that Shakespeare is gay," and you're like, "I don't think that's what this is about." You know what I mean? Respectively, yeah. right? Well, I think you know being they're trying to find like a coral <laughs> in
0: a straw. To be fair, being relatable to people like you seem like you are, right? Would you say that?
1: I try to be a, I try
0: to be an average guy. Well, I haven't heard that people <laughs> people who are so relatable going into the teaching realm, you know. And I feel like it should happen more. Like I haven't heard of people really potentially wanting to be teachers and also really good communicators as you seem to be.
1: Well, I wanted I to, know. uh, I, I wanted to student. Uh, so I want to be a teacher just because I was like, I, you know, you're in college. Uh, did you know what you wanted to do? Cause you're, you're clearly not, you're doing Alex Jones world and doing comedy, right? So like I imagine <laughs> you, you do. don't have, that's my uncle, no, but, but we don't talk about it. Any relation?
0: Not that I'm willing to talk about. Okay, no, not any relation. That'd be crazy.
1: That would be awesome if this podcast started and you were just like, so the frogs are gay. Like you just (laughs) you get into it, you know? Because I don't know you. Like everyone's like, pick something, you know, do something. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. I'll be a teacher, I guess. And then so then you start to take classes for it, and then you start to student teach, and I'm like, I hate all these fucking kids. And so then I'm like, well, I'm already this far deep into like the the gen eds of it. So now I just wrapped it up with English. I was going to be an English teacher.
0: What kind of stuff in college did you learn being an English major? Was English it a lot me- of like
1: reading and comprehension? Yeah, it's a lot of bullshit. I mean, you could pretty much bullshit your way through it. It's, it's a lot of like, um like I said, you, you like read, you know, classics like Shakespeare or like Hemingway or like, you know, uh, and Faulkner. And then you, and then you just kind of sit in the classroom and bullshit about it for, some of it's interesting. Like I genuinely like certain pieces of literature but do you
0: ever read catcher in the rye i
1: did read catcher in the rye what do you think all about the phonies it, i don't know I don't, it, it didn't, the, it didn't make me want to kill john lennon central park yeah the swan yeah i i dude it's been so long i don't even know if i remember but
0: i don't really understand the fascination fascination with it it's because it's such a simple kind of story or what why do people like what are what is the deal with all these books there's probably 10 books that people say oh you have to read you got to read these books yeah are there any ones in particular
1: that you feel like you got to read um no. I don't think anyone has to do anything they don't <laughs> want to do. Wow. You know? Well said. I was just talking about this with my friend of like uh like we like in New York do you feel like there's certain things like food wise like in Chicago people will be like, you know, when you have a hot dog, you got to have this we this need and in a that. circle, right? And you yeah, and you can't you can't have ketchup on it. I'm like, I don't give a do whatever you want. Eat yeah. the, eat the fucking hot dog.
0: So you mean being in New York, is there anything you feel
1: like you have to do?
0: Is there anything that they're like
1: it's like a like a cardinal sin if you don't do it? Is that a thing? Eh, interesting question.
0: I'd say you have to visit a certain amount of places in New York while you're here. Yeah. Maybe you have to go to one of the museums like you don't have to go crazy and go to all eight of the museums. Maybe you, you just generally you go to Times Square, check out the hustle and bustle of the, of Times Square, the West, Square, that makes West go Village, McDougal
1: Street. Being in Times Square makes me want to kill John Lennon. That's like my catcher oh, yeah, in the rye. When yeah, I'm yeah. in Times Square and I see like an Ecuadorian man dressed as Spider Man, and then like you know some <laughs> some sort of like some some sort of Mickey Mouse that looks like it's been on crack for seven days. Yeah, it's like I'm like, like I'm careful. like I think I think we've reached the limit. Yeah, I think that this is it.
0: You don't really see excess. Is there a central part of Chicago where tourists? Um, all kind of gather. Is it the bean or not? Yeah, there's
1: the bean. I mean, the bean is fine. That's, that's millennium park. And then yeah, Navy pier, which are both like, if you're like, it's one of those things where like, I'm sure New Yorkers would agree that like you avoid Times square, you know, you avoid the touristy places, you know, it's cool to see for a second, but then you're like, okay, I get what this is. It's just mass excess and, and tourist traps and, and garbage. Do you spend a lot of time on the, what is it?
0: Lake Chicago? But like it looks like a complete ocean. I don't really understand. The, it's the it's a yeah, Lake thing. Shore
1: Drive or like yeah. the, the the the. Have you been in Chicago?
0: Yeah, I went about a year ago. One of my buddies was doing a show at the Den, so I spent a couple of nights up there. And uh, then okay. also, one of my friends lived close to Lake Chicago, where I forget the. The name of the street, but I've never seen so many designer stores clumped together. It was like Rodeo Drive, you have it, Yeah, okay, it's okay, like okay, uh, it it's was. like
1: uh, yeah, the Magnificent Mile. They yeah, it. yeah, it's insane. Yeah, you know, all, all that goochie, shit is, but I, nah, Yeah, you did the, the Wilson stuff.
0: store. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. he lived close by to the story store store okay but do you guys consider that a beach like do you go out on boats yeah there's beaches and the- like
1: there's a it's called the playpen okay let me so there's a playpen it's a little like sector of the water that if you have a boat you go out into the lake and then you, you just kind of like day party all day and if you got a boat in the summertime you're in the chicago guy. you're getting bitches well dude. let
0: me ask you this did you split a day rate boat with some of your boys like some of the no the but if i could
1: go back in time Shut i wouldn't up. major in english i would take that college tuition get a boat
0: yeah the gas money for you the would boat. get just
1: as many you would you would just you would figure it out you would get just as much life experience as college would give you being on a boat in the summertime in, in chicago in chicago where'd that might to? be a lie but the, but that's true <laughs> where'd you go to high school in chicago i went to high school in the summers uh Hinsdale central high school so i grew up in the city then high school i moved out to the suburbs. And then went to college back in the city. What's been the difference so far between Chicago and New York? New York, man. I mean, I don't know. It's just, It truly is the second city. So, right? so like here, it's just like everything. It's, it's like we have everything that there is here. It's just here. It's just bigger, badder, and more people. And easier to get to maybe here. Easier to get to. Yeah, I like being in the in the madness of it. You know, it's, it's like
0: a fun. And it's like most parts of Manhattan you go to and it's pretty crowded. You know, maybe if you go to a more quiet residential area, you'll see. I don't know if you've been to Tribeca or maybe pockets in meatpacking, like quieter streets, Hubert yeah, no. Street, whatever. Yeah, you'll see like that's where that's where the really expensive stuff is. You know, <laughs> you figure like the rent in New York is obviously out of control, but you go into those quieter yeah. neighborhoods, bro, The frogs are gay. Nuts. That's yeah, why, dude. That's what I was. That's what I was gonna get back, dude. That's what I was gonna <laughs> back circle.
1: to was yeah, yeah. to the it's it's the president. What <laughs> what do your roommates do? My roommates are like bros. One of them is uh is like oh, a financial analyst of some kind, and then the wild. other one is a, uh, I think a computer software engineer. He just got a new job, but they're like you know, they're like set. They're just like right. they're they're like like I came here to like let me like like I like I don't drink anymore. I'm just like let me focus on my on my fucking. Career, like I came here to do comedy. Like, there's no other reason why I wanted to move to New York other than this is the place that you come for comedy. Whereas, like, they're like, oh, you come to New York because it's like super fun. When if you have money in this city, it's fucking a blast, dude. But if you don't have money, you're like, like I live like a ninja turtle. I live like a sewer rat. Me and the (laughs) I'm more. I have more in common than the rats than my roommates. I think just I'm just like on the street every day. I'm in Washington Square, just like talking to myself. When did you <laughs> wh- when did you quit drinking? Seven months ago. Is there a reason? Seven months, ma- almost eight. Uh, All right, nice. Yeah, because I knew. Well, I won. I was. I was getting too fucked up. I was. I was doing bad stuff. Nothing too bad though. And then. Uh, and then you know I knew I was coming here, and I figured if there's one thing that's gonna fuck me up in this town, it's gonna be. Uh, It's going to be drinking,
0: you know, because at these shows, sometimes if we don't get paid, we get paid in drinks, which is something that you can really once you pop the fun. Don't stop.
1: How long you been doing comedy, Ted? Uh, About like four years. OK, I little little Around the same. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, like most comedians that you meet are either completely sober or alcoholics. Yeah. And I was the I was the latter for the longest time. And now I'm trying. I was like, let me just give it a year. Let me just give it a year of not drinking and see how I feel. And it's been hard. You know, it's not all awesome, but it's, but I do feel like it's, uh, it's better for what I'm doing right now. You know what I mean? Do you smoke weed at all? I, so ever since I moved to, I was smoking weed in Chicago without drinking, but ever since I've been here, every time I smoke weed, I freak out. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'm scared. I don't know where I am. So I like, I become more paranoid. So I haven't since I've been here. I don't know sometimes i'll be like i'll get done with a show and i'm like oh i'll go home and i'll write you know or like i'll fucking work on my you know or i'll get to bed early and wake up early you know like i don't have that hangover i don't have that like anxiety you know what i don't the, probably the best part about it is in my short experience not drinking is that like the next morning you have none of that anxiety of like what did i say what did i do did i fuck up did i do this and that i was getting that way too much i was like oh you know college
0: and early years after college i did a lot of like drunk dialing calling ex-girlfriends calling girls that i was like pumped about and then i look at my phone the next morning i like called her three times at 4 a.m and i was like oh just wanted to uh see what you had for dinner like there's no excuse for that
1: no no i I ruined a lot of relationships by drinking and i and i definitely yeah but with, with like shit like that like you know you call at late at night you 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 know, you show up and you're like, you know, it doesn't, you're sloppy. It's just like, it's not fun. And then like, I would, are you a fight guy? You ever get in any fights? Not right. I shoved a guy really hard once, but <laughs> that was like the second hardest grade. I, I, I shoved a guy super <laughs> hard. <dude. laughs> no, I was,
0: I think I was a sophomore in high school. I shoved him, but like, no, not really. Not a big fight guy. You're a big fight guy. Really? Fight you seem guy. like a
1: sweet guy. Well, yeah. When I drink a little bit of a fight guy. Oh, really? At least in the past few times, it's like, you know, it's like you're. Wait, would you start the fight though? Or. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like for example, like I was just in Chicago last weekend for the 312 comedy festival and I was at the bar with my buddy and this guy came over and he was like blasted on coke. Like just like his uh, pupils out of his head. Yeah. Yeah. And he was going, I come to the bar by myself sometimes. I, I go to the bar by myself. How are you? Nice to see you. And, and I'm like, yeah, okay. Like my body language is like, you know, just please like, leave me alone. You know, I'm like, Oh, nice to meet you, man. And he's like, no, no, you don't go to a bar by yourself. You don't go by bar. And I go, yeah, I do. But I don't go, I don't talk to nobody. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like being weird. And I slowly, we just slowly kind of distance himself. But I thought to myself, if I was drinking, I would have been like, Hey, get the fuck out out of here. here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Like just, it just that I still felt that in my heart. I still hated that guy, but I kept it at bay. And being <laughs> on alcohol, I don't want to say being on alcohol, but
0: drinking alcohol, those things come so much easier. Like you'll just say what's on the front of your mind, you know, without thinking about it so much. And if you were drunk in that situation, you'd be like, hey, buddy, why don't you get the fuck out of here? You
1: yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I talk. So- <laughs>
0: <laughs> <What was laughs> I like yeah, you know but I mean?
1: it's, yeah, exactly. So I was like, I, times like that, I always like kind of take a second and acknowledge like, oh, this would have totally went differently if I was, you know just had no you know control over the
0: your the, frontal cortex under the
1: frontal cortex what but it, the dogs over at the at the yeah, apartment they, they drink a lot they drink a lot they and they can't stand me not drinking right, right, right when yeah. i moved in i didn't tell them i was sober and they were like when you get here we're gonna go crazy <laughs> it's gonna be a blast they find
0: out till like night 15 where they were like all right you're still not drinking
1: <laughs> yeah my poor roommate he's such a nice guy but he was trying to get me to go to have you ever been to williamsburg hotel yeah, yeah he was trying to get me to williamsburg hotel for the first like five weeks i moved in he's like come on dude dude he's like it's gonna be a rager and i was just like hey dude i'm just like not nah, I'm just not doing that Sorry There's nothing there for me Well good for you man For Freaking sticking a bar And staying with it dude Yeah buddy Well for a year I'm gonna see I'm gonna reassess after okay. that Yeah well you still
0: got some time though That's still good Still got some time What did you do What were some of the fun things You did growing up in Chicago Were you and your friends Driving at an earlier age Or like parents dropping you off At parties Going to the mall Or what
1: Driving The um, no water's all you by the way Oh thank you um, I don't, Fun shit to do in Chicago You act like it's like uh, Sweden <laughs> like yeah. it's well, to Sweden could be Sweden Where did, Sweden So did you grow chicks? up In the city popular Yes
0: like, So you what neighborhood um, Greenwich Village And then moved to Gramercy Park And then the West Village So you went to Grammar school college.
1: High school in New York Yeah bro Started comedy in New York
0: Moved here when I was Six weeks old And then ever since No way Yeah
1: That's that, Like as someone That's not from here Yeah Mind boggling
0: Dude hammer me With some
1: questions No no but it's But it's just like Mind boggling I think about Even just in the sheer Sense of comedy Like starting here Yeah seems like uh you know you're jumping right into it whereas like in in chicago it's like you have little training wheels you know you could you could fuck up you could kind of develop yourself and then you come here and you could kind of sort through the madness a little bit easier you know so how was that coming through uh,
0: i think yeah starting like being thrown into the fire i would go to the old stand on 19th street and second avenue in 2012 right when yeah. it first opened so i met a ton of comics who are still in the game today but like yeah, I saw comedy firsthand when I before I even really got into it. Like I was hanging around comedy clubs with comics for like 2 or 3 years before I ever even started doing open mics and then uh doing shows with like comics. Do you look comics. back on
1: yourself and you go, "Oh, I did I was so like, "Oh, sh- I can't believe I did that back then." Like, you know what I mean? Like is it, and, and do you feel like people you know, like do you still have that uh you, you know like you're like, "Oh, I learned so much from that," but you still go back to that same place. Do you yeah. know what I
0: mean? Well, I think uh just starting comedy in new york and watching so many good comics and still being like oh well they're not doing so well on this particular night but i see them do well on another night right, 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 that like, right. kind of allowed me to finally jump into it like i worked in my dad's real estate company for six and a half years before i even started to pursue comedy full-time huh? yeah bro so like that you'd be a great real estate to, guy I that's see why i'm you, uh,
1: here is your dad like you is your dad yeah, like hey, he's,
0: he's more chill but he's funny yeah he can like he can but get he's like him. you know is he like because you're yeah.
1: i would i would describe you as animated yeah, yeah, he's in. Hey, that. I'm Ted I'm, Ted, I'm Ted Jones. Like, anytime. In the fucking world.
0: Anytime he sees me smoking weed, he'll be like, Teddy! <laughs> Can I have a hit? Every single dude time. Just smokes weed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My dad does too. Yeah, he enjoys weed. Well, it's, dude, because it's legal in New York and Chicago. I don't know about in any states you guys are watching Smoke it, but. Our dad, yeah, our dads do it legally. You
1: know what I mean? My dad, like, I think it's the best thing for my dad, because my dad all day is, like, very. Um, my dad's very like high stress. like I, I, I'm I'm the chillest person in my family like I I like naturally I am like the least tense like my brother and my dad are like fucking like just clenched all the time so it's like when my dad smokes he's like hey, you know yeah hey, just you ever would your dad get high and like just start telling you stories from like that he probably shouldn't be telling you potentially you know what I mean' yeah. be like hey, you know I picked up a hooker one time <laughs> 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 Maybe
0: not in that in depth, but yeah, stuff yeah. like that or he'll give like, me advice do. that I'm not asking for. Things yeah. like that, or like trying to relate to me a little bit more so than usual, but I appreciate it. It's all good.
1: Right, right. You yeah. ever do improv?
0: Yeah, dude. I was a big. You see, it says the Herald sign on there. That I oh, t- you were a Herald guy. Yeah, I took. Do you still do it? Improv? No, Is no, no, no. I stopped uh, as soon as the UCB shut down because of the pandemic. But I was taking improv for like four years before I even thought about doing stand
1: up. They're opening a okay. I think yeah, in a, Williamsburg. Yeah, oh, actually, so that that was. There. I think most Chicago comedians. With the exception of a few of my friends, like their trajectory is like, oh, I took a class at Second City. It looks like that the key component of people being good at improv is trust and and humility. It's like, it's like, oh, I have this gift that I'm gonna give you and you're gonna and I trust you to knock it out of the park. Yeah. So like so like you're being selfless with your laugh. You're going, I'm giving you this laugh, but I need to trust you that you're gonna hit it. So really there's like this synergy that needs to happen. But comedy stand-up comedy is the complete opposite of that it's i want all the laughs if i bomb it's on me if i kill it's on me and like it, that's just the person i am i i you seem like a nice guy i'm sure we'll be pals long after this you know i will i still want to do my thing you know what i mean you know what i mean like i like that's that's just what it is and improv you know?
0: is like a team sport also like when you see a group of five or six Improv people go up there on the team and they really mesh together. It's some of the funniest stuff you can ever watch.
1: One hundred percent. But when you start improv training, like I was on an improv team in Chicago at one point, and you know they would like we walk in and everyone be like, "All right, give everybody a hug." I'm like, "I'm not fucking hugging anybody." You know what I mean? Like that's zip zap. zap if, up. if you were trying to get to know me and trust me, that should be your first inclination. Is like, no hugs. <laughs> like did like fucking? Are you a hugger? Oh, in
0: general, yeah. I mean, I think once we get tighter, maybe I'll give you the dap to the hug. But dap I don't to the think hug I'll, is different. Yeah, I'll never go full like arms. big, big open yeah, yeah, arms, yeah, yeah. I'll like I'll like Teletubby hug. hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's big.
1: Get the fuck away from me! Like, a man should not hug a grown man.
0: Is there a limit <laughs> to that? Unless someone's
1: dead, or unless, or unless you haven't seen them unless unless in how You long? haven't seen them. In, yeah, you haven't seen them in months.
0: What's the limit though? What's the tipping point? Well, no like, hug to, to the dap hug to the hug
1: dap hug is i think dap hub is because dap hub is street yo that's cool man yo dap up and then you come in with like the you know the, the shoulder embrace but like big guys do this anytime i see a big guys are really big into hugging they like to give you their warmth
0: yeah which i appreciate sometimes i don't okay <laughs> question about some chicago stand-up comics were yeah. there any uh, comics you saw in Chicago where you're like, man, why didn't this guy leave Chicago and go to LA or New York? Sure. I mean,
1: yeah, of course, dude. I don't know. I but like you everybody's journey is different. And like I that's my biggest I I mean, I, I have a I'm gonna I have a lot of qualms with <laughs> life in, in New York and, and yada yada, but I do find that everyone in New York does think that they're doing something that's superior. Or at least they come off a lot of people, that they're superior or more important than anybody else in the country doing this art form. And it's like, well, you're not. Like, you know, it's like it's like just because you're not getting the opportunities, like people in Chicago, like people in the Midwest aren't getting the same opportunities. It doesn't mean that they're not at a base level contributing to the craft of comedy and developing a voice and putting it out into the ether. What's a qualm? Is it qualm or qualm? I don't know. What is it? Is it qualm, James? <laughs>
0: Can you look it up on your phone? Before before? Thank you. With an Lord, L? Me I, so I do this here. thing
1: where I don't say things right.
0: But the thing is, <laughs> saying "qualm" could be pronounced like people would pronounce it that way and not pronounce the L. But it may be "qualm." Anyway, before we before we get the answer over here, what's a qualm you have about New York? Something that you don't like, right? That's what we meant.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that was that was for sure one of them. Uh, I don't know. It was new. It's something that not necessarily a qualm, but something I had to adjust to is that like New Yorkers in general are. At face value, not at like, like in Chicago, I felt like, I felt like I was the meanest guy in Chicago. I came to New York. I felt oh, like I was average. the nicest person in New yeah, York because I'm going up to everyone going, Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. I'm Luca. You one and everyone's answers. going, who the fuck are you? You know, mm. which is like, I think at a, at a surface level, New Yorkers are a little bit more like, like don't fucking talk to me. But as soon as you break that sort of film of of like meanness that they're putting yeah. up, then they're like the nicest people in the you can world. Break it right away with a dap hug. You yeah, no no hugs, just but, dap. But <laughs> <laughs> just a little dap. Maybe maybe a maybe a handshake. Bring back the hand. Nobody handshakes anymore.
0: Well, people probably. Were Everybody daps, about COVID. and then you know
1: what? I never when they give
0: you, get, that? <laughs> you know like, we're never gonna be able to shake hands, hands anymore.
1: Shakes. No, but you, uh, you so <laughs> well, no. What's it called? The fucking uh, so like you know I uh, dap me up. Dap. People do this, and then Oof. they go. No. I forget that. I Who does that? And then I feel bad. I, a lot of people do that. I've never seen that. A lot of comment below if you fucking wait, do wait, the wait, snap. Wait, wait, wait. They they go like this and then they go I said opposite. Yeah, they, they do I don't even know what order it is, but every time I'll will just dab somebody up and then they'll do the snap and I go, "Oh, fuck, I ruined it." Yeah. You know, or I'm not initiated in whatever this culture, this crew coolness is. James, you know? so do you get this qualm
0: or Q U A L M. Oh no, I got it.
1: It's telling me how to
0: pronounce it in every language but
1: English.
0: Yeah. Well. Ah oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Word. <laughs> Word. What were, we, what were we talking about? Dude, All right, let's go- hum-
1: Google if, they, if you could. If you could. De- if they snap and slap the chest. If they, yeah. is Are you supposed Sometimes to do Sometimes
0: I do this, but a comic said to me one time, he was like, "Yo, that's disrespectful. Don't do that." I got
1: it. Okay. It? Yeah. Yeah.
0: quam quam oh, you're right yeah. Okay, so it's i get the silent kind of out
1: yeah 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 I'm, on my podcast we do a word of the day every episode so this episode this episode i'm bringing my podcast to you love that word of the day is quam um and the podcast that you do is with two of your bros from two chicago. of my co- comedian buddies in chicago called nona's basement we do it in my grandma's basement oh love that your whole family's in chicago yeah, dude. I li- so before I moved here, I lived on like pretty much like a Godfather style compound with my with my mom, dad, brother, and grandma. So we lived in like a big high. I lived in the basement, pretty stereotypical. What do you mean Godfather style? Have you seen The Godfather? Yeah. You know, like they all like live in that big like mansion house. Which Just- one was your favorite? favorite Godfather, I I mean one, I think one is the classic, yeah, but I, I like so. two a lot. I love Marlon Brando, dude. Yeah, Mar- yeah, I, I like Brando a lot, but but two is good. Two is just as good, you know. Yeah. You go back in time, you see. A bit I'm pretty th- sure I watched all three on one day. Is that possible? Really? Or maybe probably, two probably. Yeah, it's not Lord of the Rings. I mean, you <laughs> could you could do it like <laughs> a you could do it yeah, in, like a, in a them. half of a day. You pretty Italian? Very Italian. Yeah.
0: Okay. Your yeah. parents came or were born in Italy, or my
1: grandmother is from Italy, and then my. Uh, my my dad's like supposedly hundred percent Italian. He won't take a twenty three in me though, because he's afraid uh, right. that won't be yeah, true, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. One of those he's very Italian American, I like to joke on stage just like that. Like what you would imagine, like a Sopranos character in, and in that sense. Is that why you do Sebastian Maniscalco so well? You guys kind of have
0: like <laughs> Well that, he's from Chicago, the yeah. End of your words sometimes sounds similar, but then obviously uh, when you imitate <laughs> him, it's insanely good.
1: Yeah, well let me see if I could uh So I'm in that Jones' house and I'm doing we're looking up the word "clown." The <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you know, do you know why I'm so good at it, TED? Is because no. when I started comedy, and you, I, I would like to know your take on this. But like, I feel like every person when they start comedy, they emulate a certain comedian. It's like, and mu- musicians do that too. Like, you know, like, like the Beatles wanted to be like to Chuck own Berry, own or something. you know, it's like was yeah, like Kobe and MJ, right, exactly. So, like, you, uh, it, so my comedian obviously was. Like, I loved comedy all around, but like Sebastian was the first person that I was like, this guy's from where I live. He's Italian. His family sounds similar to mine. He gave me like sort of the hope or aspiration to be like, oh, maybe I should try this. You, you know ever see I mean? him live in Chicago? I have. Very funny. What year was that?
0: Like it was what when he was doing the was Stay
1: he? Hungry. I think he just got done doing the Stay Hungry uh where he's in the blue leather jacket at Radio City, like that that special. He so he was doing that material, but I think he just it had just come out. So he, he didn't start fresh. He didn't have any new stuff. But it was good. I mean, like, dude, he's like I, I, I said I, I told my friend, like, when you go see Sebastian Monascalco, you'll never see more leather jackets in a theater in your entire life. Everyone it's just else it's, is you, wearing you just leather,
0: hear the yeah. You
1: see people adjusting getting into their
0: seats. I enjoyed Jim Carrey and kind of uh basing my act off him initially oh I love Jim Carrey yeah just kind of the act out
1: as a kid I loved yeah you know cable guy dude
0: I mean he was so I don't know how old you are but he was in so many uh movies when from the ages when I was like oh yeah eight to oh dude I,
1: I Jim Carrey was to be honest Jim Carrey was maybe like my childhood like love of comedy it's like so like as a as a kid I'd be like oh I love Jim Carrey but I didn't I always looked at him as like a theatrical actor or like yeah, or like a comedic I, I never really thought about I, I didn't look at him as a stand-up stand yeah too. yeah but yeah Cable Guy
0: <laughs> what was your favorite Jim Carrey movie
1: oh man <laughs> like that's the dumb hard and dumber. Dude. I know the Not liar, dumb and dumber. liar Liar is so serious but so good I love Liar Truman Liar show oof there's some bangers I there. used to love the mask dude I love that All movie, right. man that uh as a kid I just thought it like combined because I'm I love like comic book stuff and then also like him being funny Cable Guy's great Ace Ventura, you Ace Ventura. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be Ace Ventura.
0: I think so. Usually, <laughs> you know, it, it's sad these days that you can't really make a comedy that was just that raunchy anymore. You know, the last one that that was like really you can watch it and die laughing just from dumb baseline yeah, things yeah. was probably super bad. And I'd say right before that, maybe uh, Pineapple Express. Yeah, yeah. But it seemed like when that movie, This Is the End, came out, that was kind of like the literally that was like This Is the End. You know, I don't, I don't know when did dictator come out you remember that movie
1: i do remember that movie james I,
0: franco and seth rogan but that wasn't really uh like a full-on comedy it was just kind of like a um a touchy subject world-wise yeah. politically
1: yeah i i just i think i think like i think comedy movies are still being made it's just like the I, I think you're right like the crudeness of a movie like the like ace ventura was like like if you pitch that to a studio they'd be like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah. like no no he's a he's a animal <laughs> detective you know, it's funny. And they'd be like, yeah, but how is this going to relate to, you know, like our demo? It's just it's just so silly. And I've heard the silliness of that movie. A lot of people who are.
0: Yeah. A lot of people who are very invested in movies will talk about how it's going to be hard to go see a comedy movie that maybe costs 10 million dollars to make when the ticket prices are the same as the Transformers, which right, cost 200 exactly. million to make.
1: And like, I mean, did you watch Sebastian's movie? It was just gosh darn terrible. What was it on? It was, uh, I came on theaters, and then I, and I seen it the other day. Oh, it, with Robert De Niro, right? Yeah, it came to, it went to HBO, like, within a week, dude. It's one of those, you know, where you're like, oh, man. But it's just, it's, I, as soon as I seen the trailer, I knew it was going to be bad. There's a scene in the trailer where he's on, like, a jet ski thing, and he, like, slapstick style slaps into the boat, and his swim trunks fall off. So in the trailer, he's like, they're like, where's Sebastian? And it, like, it, like he smacks the wall, and it goes, ah! I'm like, come on, dude, like he because he's kind of playing himself and Robert De Niro's his dad. And the situation is that like he goes, he has to bring his dad for some reason to like meet. It's like meet the parents like you got my parents needs to meet your parents. And obviously they're not similar. He's old Italian and they're like rich, but they make the character so unrealistic. It's like it's like the her like brother is like really into like chakras like he's like that guy, you know, but he's like so like they just there's no realist <laughs> to him, you know. Wedding Crashers. I love that movie. Yeah. Vince Vaughn's
0: good. I love that movie. Just getting into trouble
1: all the time. Those guys.
0: Do you get into any trouble growing up with the cops or maybe just trick or treating? Dying and dash? Trick Uh, or treating. Yeah. I told you I
1: was a fight guy. A lot of trouble. Yeah. I mean, I I was was a good kid. High school too? High school, not as much. Anytime we tried to get into trouble in high school, it would like, it would just be either silly or like we we tried to have a senior prank in high school and we were going to we were going to fuck what are we, we were going to bleach the grass cuz we had a pic, like a picnic like a barbecue that day we were going to bleach the grass that said like seniors or like you know 2013 or whatever year we graduated and then we were going to like we thought it'd be funny to put bird seed in the parking lot and then and then like so all, on the teacher's parking lot so like all birds come and like shit on their cars and stuff and we thought in our head we thought like that's going to be so funny and so we woke up at like you know, two in the morning to do it and like snuck into the field and bleach the grass and put the seed. We the grass didn't get bleached. No birds came. It was just stupid. Oh, the backfire. You know? It was more it funny, like, because we're like, oh, that was dumb. But were you the mastermind of it? me and my friends all together did it. But then we, we I got arrested twice in high school for climbing things. I climbed a hospital, and then I climbed a high school that what that I didn't go Did to. You ever use
0: your GoPro and climb buildings like that? No, no,
1: that, that was before the days of GoPro. I think I was <laughs> just I was just trying to be like a Assassin's Creed or something, and I just I wanted to climb. So I would get, I got arrested, and they make you go to peer jury. You ever have to do that? No. Yeah, it's like you have to go up in front of like a bunch of nerds, and they usually oh, it's for people that get school? caught drinking. Yeah. Okay. So they're like, you know, it's usually people that like got caught drinking at a party. And Who like, would ever agree to be on that jury?
0: Like when nerds. Be- People they'd that have never done a wrong thing in their life. But they'd be known as rats by the entire school,
1: correct? Because you know
0: exactly what they're well, thinking think, about. Them.
1: I don't even think any of them went to my school, to be honest. Oh, it was I, just I think they from your city. Yeah, they were like the surrounding area. And how old were they? I don't know, my age, like, I don't know, 17, 18. But it was just kids in high school? who, Yeah, was you, it was, it were it was like do. designed for like, if you get a drinking ticket, you or like get arrested for drinking at a party. You go to the peer jury. It doesn't go on your record, but you have to do like community service. And or you did
0: get arrested drinking at a party?
1: No, I got arrested for climbing a hospital. So, but I said to go to that peer jury and they're like, okay, so were you
0: drunk? I was like, no, I just, I just wanted to get to the top. Also, why would you have said yes at that particular time? All right. Well, were you drunk, you're like, yes, I was drunk. Like what? So underage drinking and you were climbing it. Right. Exactly. Definitely. You're going to admit admit everything, you know?
1: Right. That's true. But it was actually funny. I saw I was climbing this hospital with my friend (laughs) and, and like, it was literally the hospital of the town we were like oh it wouldn't be sick if we climbed the top of that and some some indian doctor was like knocking on the window and he was giving me one of these what time did you climb the hospital like maybe 3 p.m on a saturday (laughs) like like the worst (laughs) time you could do it and uh and he's just like no 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 do not climb this hospital Climb? are you crazy yeah and uh and i'm like ah fuck you and we kept climbing and uh how tall was the hospital tall like i don't know fucking five stories but Whoa. like it but like it kind of went like this oh so, so like, there was like places look, to jump you could kind of tetris up yeah and uh any parkour involved in that
0: or you were kind of just like the whole your thing fears. is kind of parkour right well maybe there were ladders in certain places
1: you now, feel like you were yeah jumping yeah, from yeah side
0: to side ball to wall i don't know why we did
1: that stupid shit but it could have broke my fucking neck but did you you climb trees a lot then
0: when you were younger? sure
1: I, I liked i think as a kid i really liked all like danger Buildings in that urban climbing, but I was in the fucking suburbs. But anyway, I tried to climb to the hospital, then the police come and he's like, get the fuck down! So I jump off the I jump off like the the first story or second story and I roll, you know, and they immediately handcuffed me. They thought it was some sort of domestic terrorist. And then my buddy's still up there. He's on the second floor and they're like, Don't you fucking jump. You're gonna break your fucking neck. So they had to call the fire department and the fire department came and they just like raised the ladder like this. <laughs> and then he got in and they like jumped off the truck. Did he get a bill for that? Uh what do you mean like a bill like, for the fire department I, I have no idea actually. He must have, I think. But it was cause, stupid because,
0: like, if you ever get too drunk and you have to get your stomach pumped, like the ambulance will send you a five thousand dollar bill, dude. Like that happened to one of my boys. Dude, he was crazy. two blocks away from his house when he woke up after drinking from a night. Like he passed out in Brooklyn, called nine one one. He woke up in the hospital that he was at was two blocks away from his apartment. How crazy is that? And that the hospital crazy. came. Hospital bill came was five k. Yeah, like it
1: yeah. Took
0: his mom like. A,
1: Years to pay off. Yeah, dude. My dad That's was like insane. Yeah, my parents they were just like baffled, by like my dad as a, as a younger man. I, I he told me he's like I would he, when he would when he'd get high he'd be like I used to climb shit. I used to fucking climb on buildings so I and get shit. It. I get what you yeah, doing Yeah, but but at the time he was like, what are you fucking retarded? You yeah, jumping dude. up a fucking building and jumping off? You know. Sorry for using that word.
0: No, you're good. Um, <laughs> was it, was is it safe growing up in Chicago? Chicago sometimes will get a bad rap, maybe known as Chirac to Sh- some of you Chirac, judgmental Chirac, people. Chirac,
1: shout out. No, uh, Chicago is, it compare, there's another difference between New York and Chicago, I guess I'd point out. Extremely segregated city. Extremely, like, like if you, you could tell very quickly, like, when you're in a very good neighborhood and when you're in a very bad neighborhood and there's a fine line of like this is this neighborhood this is that neighborhood you know what i mean how can you kind of tell though like fencing or something by like the streets you're like yeah you're like this like i know past that street is bad and past this street is fine you know what i mean and And, like and obviously there's crime that like you know they, they like you know people will come from like the south side of chicago let's say and they'll go to the north side and they'll like you know whack a young man like you and me over the head and take our wall like that like that happens but it's like if you're if you're not in that area you're you're okay in new york you find that can't it, really tell in new york my first inclination was like your head is constantly on a swivel yeah you're heavy. like you're like i feel safe but also like you never it could immediately turn into survival mode you know what i mean mm-hmm. which i kind of like i like yeah. that you have to be alert you know
0: well in new york you always got to be on You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter the time of day. You could be climbing hospitals at any particular time. And I
1: drove a lot in Chicago, so I didn't really experience Uh like walking around all the time so like now that i i don't have a car here and i take the train and walk around it's like it's it's a little bit more like what's what's my surrounding like
0: did you drive to high school parties though when you were in high school like my junior, one senior friend with your boys? had like a
1: really nice car <laughs> what when he, a car? he had a not really nice but it was like it was a mercedes like Let's go. you know new, yeah it was sick and and <laughs> he had the black rims on it like in high school you know he like saved his money black and bought rims. black rims. Yeah, was ask
0: if he was dealing drugs. Yeah, That's yeah. A
1: bag for a high school kid. Right, right. Shout out Josh. Shout out the Mercedes. But we missed that car. But he, uh, he just loved, and he didn't drink. He was kind of like a, you know, he he didn't Sober wasn't about driver, that life right? until yeah. college. So he's like, I just like, he's like, I like driving. I like. So he was like our designated driver all the time. He would drive us to go get arrested to go climb the hospital. You know. In
0: college, that was the first time I ever met kids who just enjoyed driving, like went on a peaceful drive. Because in New York, I mean, that's obviously not a thing. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like going to college, I met probably eight to 10 kids who would willingly drive me somewhere. Like if it was a little bit farther, maybe they'd ask for a little gas money, but sometimes they just wouldn't mind the 20 or 30 minute yeah. drive to the outlet mall.
1: I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't think I could, I, I couldn't do a good drive. Like like I, I'm not frustrated by driving only at certain times, but I'm also not... I don't think it's like A soothing thing yeah. You know what I mean Like I'm like Alright if I gotta drive I gotta drive Well you how know? far
0: away Did you live from High school or college Did you live at home For college lived at home for college Wrapped college. Oh, And wow. this is the
1: first time I've ever lived on my own Isn't that kind of crazy Wow And you're doing a good job I eat ramen noodles you're, every day
0: You're alive Whatever bro I <laughs> eat beans and chickpeas Right out of the can Just Do you really? Yeah yeah socks, yeah Because yeah. well, nah, I'm fine. vegan So my options are pretty You're
1: limited. vegan? Vegan bro. Oh I would have never agreed To this podcast <laughs> yeah,
0: <so sure. laughs> yeah dude Hardcore
1: vegan Are you really vegan? Yeah, bro. And what's that like? It's Great, dude.
0: It's yeah. great. My energy's always up. I always feel happy. I, I would recommend that. Energy. Makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like the natural, but stuff you drink that's making me feel good. Eh. Maybe once every three to four weeks, I'll have two to three drinks. You're in a a night, fucking bro. vegan, dude. That's yeah, so good. Cr- I,
1: I, you can't be Italian and vegan, dude.
0: yeah. I'm a quarter Italian. Are you really? Yeah, my mom, my grandpa, rather, is full Italian, from yeah, Sicily. yeah,
1: but like pasta.
0: Love pasta. I can have pasta. You get a pasta vegan? You get pasta? Yeah, if there's no egg in it, yeah. So I have a, like, I'll have pasta with red sauce at Italian restaurants for the most part all the time. I used to enjoy pizzas when I ate it, but now I'll have But like, red sauce cheese.
1: usually has meat in it, no?
0: Uh, well, red sauce maybe typically would have butter, but there are times when you would just put it right out of the tomato can.
1: Bro. I
0: spent uh, the last four years being vegan, but before that, bro, I was having chicken every day for lunch, burger here and there. You don't there. miss, like,
1: a good fucking. Beef sandwich? I guess you don't have that here. Beef
0: sandwich. What do you mean? Like pastrami? On a ride? Well, like in in Chicago with like Italian
1: beef or like sausage. Like That's like.
0: Yeah, not really, dude. dude. Not anymore. Did you ever go to Wiener Circle in
1: Chicago? Do you know what I'm talking about? Wiener Circle is the one where Where the the ladies yell at you. You Yeah, I've never been. I don't fuck with that shit.
0: Bro, yeah, you probably get in a fight with them.
1: No, you know, I just like, you know, I don't like any kind of gimmick. Same thing with comedy. No gimmicks. Just let me go up there and do my fucking thing. I don't want to have to, you know, you know, pick out of the hat what (laughs) I got to talk about. And, you know, just like I I came here to do the thing I want to do. I don't got to spin a wheel. Chicago, there's a ton. I mean, I'm sure there are here. There's a ton of like gimmicky shows. There's a show in Chicago, they don't do it anymore, but it's called the tomato throw show. And every time you go on stage, the audience all has like foam tomatoes and they throw the tomatoes at you if they don't like your joke or, or, or what turned out to be whenever you want, it, whenever they felt like throwing a tomato at you, they would throw it at you. I did it one time and I was just like, and I was new, I was like sort of new into the comedy world. And they just, I mean, it just was the just most humiliating thing I've ever. got. That's go not
0: a good precedent to precedent to scent. To send for audience members to think that they throw tomatoes at comics when they go up there living their dream. Oh yeah, dude! You ever see comics in Chicago with guitars? I was out in LA pretty recently. That happens a lot. Like yeah, you know what? Chicago,
1: there's a couple broads with ukuleles. You ever see that? Oh no, that sounds pretty Hawaiian though. Nah, it's just like a little. It'll be like a little 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 chick, maybe like five foot three with a ukulele, and they're Mm -hmm. doing like improv songs. They're like, I was licking my bean yeah, and now yeah, i'm yeah. at you know, the bean at the yeah yeah exactly <laughs> while eating beans and i'm yeah <laughs> i am mean yeah eating green and then everyone's like wow I'm impressive
0: eating. yeah
1: but no no I, I not a lot of guitars i i see i was just talking to another friend because i saw craig robinson go up at zaney's uh over the weekend and uh oh wait you were in chicago i was in chicago weekend? for the festival yeah yeah oh nice yeah, it was right. super cool but um cool. Yeah, I can, I can talk a little about that, but they, but I saw Craig Robinson go up and he plays a piano, and like the people just go nuts, you know what I mean? And then like you see a comedian like I don't know if you're familiar with Josh Wolf, like he'll go up and he'll play guitar halfway through his act, and part of me, because I play a little guitar, I'm like, man, that looks like such a blast and that looks so fun. But in your head, you're like, oh, I'm gonna be like that guy. But then you, when I, as soon as you put the guitar in your hand, you're like, oh no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the girl with the ukulele. Like that's what I'm gonna be the cheesy because it's like you just feel. Maybe it's just my own head, but I, I feel gimmicky. Head. Nah. I think yeah? you should
0: whip that shit out. Yeah. You should at least try it. Yeah.
1: What am I? Fucking John Mayer, though? Come on. Like, maybe. Maybe.
0: No, <laughs> probably not. But maybe. You never know, dude. Tell us about the festival more.
1: Was it as Bulls up there, by the way? No, no. It's about the same as here. Festival's good. Uh, I, I guess the story of the... I I, may, I don't know if I should tell, but like I saw... bleep Han- out
0: the name. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, I saw Hannibal Burris go on stage. Oh, it's been a while since I've heard the name for comp Sam. Yeah, so speaking of music, he goes on stage and they let him go up. I was on a showcase. They let him go up at the end and I think they asked him, they're like, you want to go up? You know, and he's like, yeah, right, I'll go up and he, and he was kind of, you know, throwing back some drinks, you know, and nothing wrong with that and he went on stage and was killing for about like 20 minutes, like really great stuff and purposely was flying the plane and then just nose dove it into the ground. Like, like which I, you hear about, you hear about like, like, like guys like Chappelle or like Bill Hicks or something that like they, they just purposely walk an entire room. And he did that. He started to, so he, in the middle of his 20 minutes, he's just like, yeah, so I don't really care about comedy anymore. He's like, I really just give a shit about my rap career. So he's like, I'm going to, he's like, I'm just going to freestyle rap. And then he starts to freestyle rap, and it's not like he's like got a backtrack and like he's just it's acapella, just being like, yeah. So I was at home, and I'm in the zone, and I'm learning to and fro with and, and just and just like to himself, not looking at the audience. And the first pause that he does kind of gets an applause break, and then he keeps going, and then he keeps going, and then I and then I'm mean, and I'm and I'll be seen, and I come over here, and I'm going, you know, and I'm green, and like whatever he said, and then all of a sudden like it gets to you can see how good I am at rapping, and uh, but but it finally he gets to like three or four pauses and he goes, Oh, by the way, I'm going to rap until this place is empty and proceeded to do so. So he was up there just rapping, you know, and then slowly people just got up. It was like a half full house. Cause it was like the late show. So at this point, it's like one in the morning, people just start walking to the back of the room, paying their checks and walking out. And then, and then like the, the manager, you know, kind of gave him like a light. And he was like, don't fucking light me. He's like, I'm doing my thing up here. <laughs> and like, I don't know, walk the whole fucking room, dude. These people paid money. You got to think about that. These people paid money to see a show. They're ha- you, you got you got them excited to see you, and like they're happy that you dropped in, and then you sort of just like ruin their expectations of you, you know. And it's not like he's like a household name. If I told, you know, my good friend that like if I told one of the dogs that yeah, Hannibal Burgess came to the show, they'd be like, "Who the fuck is Hannibal Burgess?" You know what I mean? He's very special. I think in the comedy world, I think he's a phenomenal artist and, and great comedian, but. I was also like, well, that's not how you should behave on any level, you know? You ever do a show in the metaverse? No, you metaverse? You don't tell me you're vegan and going in the metaverse, dude. Don't fucking do oh, Don't pull this on me, dude. Not, not t- <laughs> well, yeah, Ted shows
0: illusion. I, yeah, literally, yeah. the universe. I exclusively do the metaverse. Have you?
1: No, no, did you no, ever do Zoom shows?
0: No, I never did. No,
1: I can no. see you killing a Zoom show. No, I appreciate it. Hey! You know you're excited?
0: Yeah, you also don't give a shit about anyone on the other end. Yeah, there was a girl uh, who came on the podcast, Olga Namer, and it I was like twenty twenty. You know Olga. It was it was twenty twenty, and she went to a venue in Long Island that has like three hundred seats, and they kind of messed up the transition between having her just. Uh, like with a camera connected to the computer, and then she'd be able to see all the faces. So they only had the camera set up, and she was just in a three hundred person theater, just doing stand up to no audience members. It was just her in there, oh but they were like, there were like there were like two hundred fifty people online watching her. So she said she would like do a joke, then pause for like five seconds, go into another bit, and then pause. Oh my god, that sounds so for just her. insane.
1: I had to do something like that. I did a uh, what the fuck did I do? It was like during the pandemic, it was like a theater, but like they, there was only like 10 people in this theater. And they're like, oh no, we record it though. And then we like, we, <laughs> ha- we have an audience here just so you could could play to somebody. But we we're recording this so it could be like broadcasted at people's homes, like through our website, like our portal. And I was like, okay. And you're, I'm doing, it's literally a fucking theater and there's 10 people here. And I'm going, right? You know, like, you know what I'm talking about. Well, you we know? had to do what we had to do, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, paid the bills. I, I,
0: I don't know. Were you happy at home during the pandemic? What kind of did you yeah, bro. See comedy I mean, going forward? Were you here? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean the pandemic, I don't know. I like the pandemic because I feel like a lot of people stopped doing comedy and like I continued to like do it underground, you know. I may have caught COVID a couple times. Maybe <laughs> wore a mask where I where I where I wasn't supposed to, or you know, uh or didn't wear a mask rather. But but like, you know, a lot of people were like, Oh, it's the pandemic, I'm not gonna keep being creative. And I feel like I used that. I use that time to like, sort of like load my gun. You know really what I
0: mean? Made or break. A, yeah. Made or broke a lot of comedians, if that's the right way to say it.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, if you weren't in it then, and I wasn't doing Zoom shows, but I would like drive out to Indiana where like they didn't believe in COVID and I would do a show, <laughs> you know, in like a garage or something. My friend did a show in his basement, like the peak of the pandemic. I mean, it was, it was kind of shitty thinking about it now, probably dangerous, but I mean, you know, in hindsight, you look back at it and you're like. I mean, it's, we try to take precautions and, you know.
0: What do some of your friends think about you moving to York, to New York to
1: pursue college? I feel like every time I go home, I have this. It's more in my head. I've, if you notice this about me, Ted, I'm very in my head a lot. I, I'm very like, you know, what the fuck am I doing in my life? But I, I feel like every time I go home now, I have this sort of like expectation to like, all right, what's this guy been working on? All right, like you're, because when you're not from them on you, when you're not in New York, a lot of people talk about going somewhere. They're like, oh, I'm gonna maybe go to LA one day, or I'm maybe gonna go to Austin, or I'm maybe gonna oh go to New God, York. That's
0: such a crazy thing. So there's I've a lot of people
1: that. like just like like comics just in like certain like open mic circles are like, oh, you know, he's going to New York. You know, like that. That's what I think in my head. I think they are going in their head. They're going, yeah, he's going to New York. Like we'll see. He thinks he's better now because he's out in New York, and I don't, for the record. You know, but I'm, but I also feel like when I come home, I need to like meet the expectation of like, Hey, I'm still getting better. And I'm trying to still be, you know, I've never thought about that. Yeah.
0: the That's the, the typical guy who's doing things in his city, but he's always talking about doing the next thing you hear about that in New York. People talk about their projects or maybe what they're working on, but you never really hear about people in New York talking about, Oh, I'm going to go to this place and do that. You know, it's kind of like yeah. Well, I mean, like most, most people
1: York. are under. It's, it's not with social media. I think you could do anything, but like most people are under the understanding that like, like Chicago is not the end all be all place for stand up comedy. You know what I mean? It's a great place to develop, and I think some of the funniest people I've ever met are from Chicago. However, yeah. it's like you know, the industry is out here. The industry is in LA and now Austin. You know, so it's like. You know, I, I'm just trying to put myself in the position to be the most successful because I want to maintain this as a career for as long as I can.
0: Luca, I want to say uh, today was a great freaking episode, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And you are a very co- funny comic, man. Thanks, dude. The, I really had a times blast. I've seen you. For real,
1: Fuck man. yeah. This is great. All right, dude. We're screeching halts. Until the <laughs> next time. Yeah, dude, well, I
0: figure we uh, wrap it up right around no, here. No, I love it, man. Thank okay. you. Okay, before we get out of here, we're popping up. Oh, your- can I plug my shit? Dude, exactly. That's what I'm going to have you do right now. Pop oh, okay. We're popping up your Instagram. Please go ahead. Plug your shit.
1: Luca Farrell Comedy on Instagram, and my podcast is called Nona's Basement. Check it out. It's with my two really good friends. We talk about a bunch of shit. Thanks so much for coming on. We'll see Thank you next you, time. Thank you, Ted Peace. Josh.